Hello, welcome to the Courageous Self-Care Podcast. I'm your host, Christina Marlette. On the show, we talk about self-care that is really strategic. And by that, I mean, it's not just a list of things that you need to add into your day. When you immerse yourself in what I love to call courageous self-care, it means that you go from, you start off adding things into your day, but as you transform, you have an evolution where self-care becomes simply who you are. You become great at setting boundaries. You become fantastic at carving out time to practice do practices that are important to you, you are reflective, you know how to plan and get the most out of your time. There are so many ways that we can be loving towards ourselves that are beyond, okay, now I'm doing my gratitudes, now I'm meditating, now I'm doing my yoga, now I'm eating greens. So it's all of that and more. And that's why it's complicated. And that's why I love to share about courageous self-care because they've really developed a system that helps people go from, I don't do any self-care to, I do it because I know I should to, I do it because I really want to. And then to, I do it because it's simply who I am and it emanates from you and you become radiant and people come up to you and say things like, I just love being around you because your energy is so fantastic. That happens to me and it never used to happen, that's for sure. So what I want to share with you is that we're coming to the end of a special series I'm doing called the Festival Insider Interviews. And that's because the Courageous Self-Care Festival is coming up in just a few days here in Calgary on November 16th. And there are incredible speakers at the festival and fantastic uh, vendors in the wellness marketplace. And they are just too good to keep to the festival. I think that everyone who listens to this podcast around the world should know about them because they don't just necessarily work locally. And so today I am interviewing and getting to know Laura Pasacrita. Laura, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. You are so welcome. Yeah, you're here um, in energy with your partner, Amber Hark. And uh, yeah, but we're today, it's, it's you and me. So let your business partner, that's important to say. <laughs> so why don't you share a little bit, Laura, about who you are and what you love to do with your life? Okay. Um, so I am the co-owner of the Village Collective um, and also the sole proprietor of Bear Apothecary. Um, Village Collective is brand new and we're so excited to be sharing it at this festival this weekend. Um, and what it basically is, is it's um, an intentional, high-vibing, conscious space um, that houses Bear Apothecary and also um, Amber Hark's business, Radiant Wellness. So we are a wellness center, but we also are offering spaces for rental for workshops and pop-ups and um, anything else creative and kind of conscious and intentional that, that you want us to um, have in the space. Um, and we are just so excited to be sharing this today. So um, that's, that's basically what we're about. Yeah. Uh, you couldn't see Laura, but she's wiggling with excitement. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to point that out because it is, like you said, it's a high vibration. And when we are consciously creating spaces and c- connecting with people in person, it does create such a high vibration that you just well, personally, I just don't get that from reading a book or doing an online course. There's just something really special about connecting in person, which is why we're also doing the festival. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Totally agree with that. And that's one of the reasons why 
we started this is we just felt that there was a strong online presence of community and connection, um, but just that one-to-one -one connection um, or group connection, community connection is something that we felt was missing. Um, and, and being you know, involved in this festival and just those the actual connections with people is so important right now. Yeah, where we can look into each other's eyes and mm -hmm. get heart to heart with hugs and be yeah. in each other's energy and have that heart and mind and spirit all in the same room. It's just very exciting. It is really exciting. Yeah. yeah. So Laura, tell us a little bit about what you're offering at the festival and why it's important to you. Uh, yeah, so we're going to be sharing um, some information about our new space, which isn't actually open until December. Um, we actually just started this venture back in September um, out of a need um, for us to get out of our homes. Um, we both have home-based businesses. So Bear Apothecary is um, quantum en energy clearing, herbalism, and I'm also a flower essence therapist. And then Radiant Wellness, that's Amber's business. She, um, she does holistic nutrition, bioresonance uh, testing, and also Dian Chen as well. Um, so we were really looking to get into uh, a space where we could, we could kind of connect. Um, and when we, we hashed everything out, we felt like, oh, wow, this is the same thing. You know, we're just renting space and we're still going to be alone, you know, when our clients aren't there. Um, how can we create something new? And so we really thought about, you know, what spaces were available in Calgary um, and really what in, intentional sort of spiritual spaces, starting from a spiritual background rather than starting from kind of a, a secular background where you're renting out a community hall that, you know, mm -hmm. that, that's there for multi-use spaces. So we're actually starting from, um, you know, from a spiritual base. So the business actually houses our two businesses um, and then we're going to offer um, space for workshop rental, as I mentioned, and any kind of rental space that you can create pop-ups. Um, but we're also going to have space for um, for practitioner rentals. So for people that work out of their home that want to get out maybe once a week or just starting business after after having a baby, that sort of thing. Um, and also we're going to uh, be running a series that we're very excited about and actually works really well with uh, with this festival and it's called um, the, the Encourage Project. And it's basically just inviting uh, people from YYC that have made an impact in the city and talking about their story of how they are encouraged. Um, and the idea, um, the meaning behind encourage, we thought was really cool is, is it's to give courage. So mm -hmm. it's not necessarily that you're coming from a place of feeling brave. It's that you actually kind of, um, you know, are lifted by community members and by people um, to actually, you know, go higher because of that. So we're hoping that it's going to be a really heart-centered event um, and something where people can actually share their vulnerabilities and, you know, lots of hugs and all that sort of stuff, you know, all those warm, fuzzy feelings. So um, yeah, that's basically what we're sharing and we're just super excited about it. Ooh, I'm excited too. Yeah, it feels like this is really needed in Calgary and you're so right about the the core essence of a venue when it starts with a spiritual approach to it. Oh, it's so much like already the space is doing the work for you before you even show up as really? a facilitator or um, a participant. Yeah. And we're going to make sure the space is cleared. And what I'm really excited about is I actually have a background in, in heritage and archaeology. And um, so we're going into Curry Barracks um, and Curry Barracks mm. was basically built for war. 
Right. And so we're going in there as, you know, this very divine feminine type of business. Um, and I feel like it's a bit of a reclaiming, you know, like a reclaiming yeah. space from this, you know, from when it was built for war and now it's basically just going to be about, you know, building each other up. And I just, I, I feel so excited about that. Mm, beautiful. And I'm sorry if you're not from Calgary and you won't get to experience the experience this space. <laughs> Boo for you. <laughs> but for all the Calgarians listening, we're rubbing our hands together. So how many people do the workshop spaces hold, Laura? Yeah, so we just we're starting out really small. Um, right now we'll uh, have space for about 15 to 18 in workshop and also lecture. Um, smaller if you wanted to do meditation or yoga space. Um, and then we just, we figure we're just going to grow from there and see what, what's needed. Um, so it's a small intimate space. Um, and then we basically are just designing. So it just feels so, um, you know, beautiful and cozy and crystals everywhere and all those, those sorts mm -hmm. of things that, that you, you have to bring to these spaces. Right. You know, and I've rented so many spaces around town. I'm involved in, um, another business that uh, does sound healing around the city and, Sometimes we would rent spaces where, you know, it was, there was, people had been in there with their muddy boots and, um, you know, you're having to move desks around. And, and so something that you can actually just go into and be like, all right, this is ready to go. Yes. So, um, yeah, we're really excited about it. And then of course, you know, me, I'm such a heritage nerd. It has like these beautiful multi-light steel windows and concrete walls and, you know, like all these things on like the terrazzo floors. Well, not ours, but the building does. So it's just, uh, it's just cool. You know, it's, I love being in old spaces and I think they have lots of stories to tell and that sort of brings into the energy of the space as well. I love it. The other thing I wanted to bring up it, that was interesting because in the intro, I talked about setting boundaries as part of courageous self-care and I don't usually say that. So what I noticed you and Amber doing is creating boundaries around your business to really honor it. And so many women work from home and are creating these experiences and then are isolated. And so I love that you have both been able to take your business and move it to a place where it's sacred and uh, it will be, you won't have the distractions of family. And then also you are um, opening up into more energy and being with each other. I, I just love all of that dynamic that's going on. Yeah. And it actually works so well for us because we actually collaborate a lot on our businesses. Right. Um, and so um, really that's how it started is we just actually wanted to have weekly meetings where we, we you know, we could discuss protocols and that sort of thing. And then it just turned into, Hey, let's do something bigger. You know, Curry Barracks is, um, has subsidized rent. So it really, um, it actually works for the creative class. And that's what a lot of heritage buildings really do is they allow um, different types of businesses that can't afford brand new buildings um, to come in and to get out of your home, which allows you to grow. You know, we're not, we're not staying just one-on-one. -on -one. Um, and then it gives us the opportunity to share um, workshops that we have been developing, but just really haven't found the right space for. So, mm, so yeah. exciting. I love it. We're going to shift gears into a little bit more about courageous self-care. And I'm curious, Laura, what does self-care mean to you? Yes, um, 
I'm very well aligned with um, with your vision for the festival in terms of self-care. That really resonated with me when you were talking about how really you're just kind of going through the steps and motions when you first start a self-care routine. And I'm very, very big with that with my clients to making sure that you have some kind of form of self-care. But for me, it's really transformed into, um, into moving from unconscious living to conscious living mm -hmm. and once I made that transition which was actually kind of recently um, I really um, started to um, uh, propel my my self-care routine in that um, I'm very conscious about um, what I bring into my life and make sure that it's aligned with what my body and my my soul need at the moment um, and a good example of this is I practiced vinyasa yoga for for years and years and years and it just wasn't serving me anymore I felt like I was just going through the motions and so I just stopped and I really ha I haven't brought it back in again because I um I've really felt like like I need to meditate right now so I'm doing that two hours a day I wake up at five in the morning and I meditate until usually seven in the morning and that's what I, my body needs right now and it just needs that and I I do that with food I do that with sometimes I'm like you know what I need to watch like a whole Netflix series tonight and I'm going to stay up till one in the morning but I do it consciously you know mm -hmm. I say like I'm this is what I'm going to do so so for me moving into that consciousness of self-care has been has been so eye-opening and really healing like I think I've really really healed so much of, of things that were, I felt were broken for a long time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're saying some really powerful things. And what I wanted to highlight is we can approach self-care and our wellness as, in a really disciplined way and do what we said we would do no matter what. Yeah. And that's a really, that's an approach that has more of the masculine energy. And for a, a lot of women that works for a while. And then what you've done is really notice like, what is nurturing to me? What do I need at this point in time and letting a practice go and replacing it with something that will actually serve you currently with what you're going through. Mm -hmm. That's so honoring of your transformation because things that used to work for us, they don't necessarily work for a lifetime. They work for the season that we're in. Um, not the, well, maybe the season in nature, but also the season that we're in, in our lives. And so I love that you brought that up. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. And then I love to get into tap into the energy of courage because as Brene Brown says, courage is contagious. And when we pay attention to it and we're conscious of it, it gives us permission to show up in that way and be vulnerable and then it also gives other people permission to do that as well and so to get into this energy of courage I would love to hear something that not a lot of people know about you <laughs> um well I have lots of stories you know I'm I'm trained as an archaeologist so I have um I, I could go on forever about courageous stories from my 20s. Um, yes, you know, I'm sure. <laughs> climbing cliffs in the middle of the night by moonlight to find a rock art panel. And, you know, I was, um, when I was in Fiji, I was uh, kidnapped actually. Oh my. <laughs> uh, it ended up, uh, one of the girls had a knife and she got us out of the car. So those kinds of things. But what, um, you know, there's, there's courage in your 20s, which I think is, is a different type of courage than what I'm finding in my 40s now. And, and courage in your 40s is, is so much different. It's, it's really like, like 
you're really having to look at your really ugly stuff. So the story I actually kind of wanted to share um, was that in the last year, I've been through um, what people call like a dark night of the soul for a whole year. And it's been really hard and really quite awful. And, and for the first time in my life, I've really, really looked at those bits that I've you know, kind of ignored that I've said like, oh, I'll just deal with that later. I've been dealing with that now. And I've been dealing that with that with a team that includes a therapist, that includes, you know, um, an acupuncturist and includes like a lot of spiritual people as well, including my friends. Um, and it and it has been the hardest and the bravest thing that I've had to do. And a lot of times it's just the courage to kind of get out of bed in the morning, you know, like put on some clothes. Like I'm like, yay, I dressed myself today. <laughs> and so, so that kind of courage I feel very proud of. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's just a different kind of courage than when I was in my 20s, you know, when I was like, how am I going to get out of this car? Because I've just been kidnapped, <laughs> right? I, like I could never do that now. But in my 20s, I could never have faced what I have, the darkness that I faced in the last year. And we all go through it, you know, and, and I think, um, you know, to actually come out and say like, I need some help. Like I can't, Mm -hmm. I'm in the healing business. I work with people to help them to heal themselves. And I had to go through this for me to be able to step up and, and, you know, be, be a better healer. Hmm. Thank you for sharing that, Laura. I, I feel the vulnerability of it and the tenderness of it. And I honor you for, bringing that out into the light because number one, that ensures that the shadow cannot uh, stay as strong when we bring it out and share it. And number two, I love that you asked for help. And I think that's some of the most courageous action we can take is realizing, hmm, yeah, I'm at a point where it's not going to work if I keep everything inside and keep it all to myself. And I think that's one of the biggest mistakes people tend to make with self-care from my observations and studies around this topic is that we often think self-care means everything by yourself. And that is not how the world works. We are in community. We need connection. And people have these incredible skill sets to complement or to fill up the places that we don't have those gifts and talents. Like um, I love to know about the future and I love to know about, I love to know more about myself and I hire people to help me uncover that. I go to psychics, I go to mediums. I, um, cause that's not what my gift set, my talent set is my skill set. And so inviting people in and honoring each other and helping each other, it just makes life worth living. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I totally, I totally agree with you. Yeah. Especially on the idea of like, like just saying you have these gifts, I have these gifts. Um, and you know, just being humble enough to say like, I, I would benefit from, from healing from you. And you know, it's just, it's, it's really what, what, what I really found out. And, and again, the impetus for starting the village collective is that we heal in community. Mm-hmm. We do. And whether you're going to different practitioners or doctors, that's still a form of community. Yeah. Uh, but really, if we can just make, be more conscious about it and just finally say, like, we need people to heal. Like, we really do. Um, yeah. <clears throat> we can't be by ourselves. Um, you can only get so much online. Um, but it's just that, it's that, you know, that, that the connection with the eye, you know, the connecting with your eyes, connecting with your heart and, and feeling that connection is just it's, it's just so healing. Um, and it sometimes it takes you going to a dark place to realize where you need to 
you need to, how you, how you can come out of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. Thank you for sharing that. So the last thing I want to ask you is I know that you offer incredible services and not everyone is going to be able to um, come to the festival. So where can people connect with you online and find out more about your your gifts and talents. Yeah, so uh, Village Collective, um, we are right now on Instagram at yyc.villagers. Um, pretty soon we'll be launching <clears throat> a website as well, thevillagecollective.ca. If you wanted to connect with me at Bear Apothecary, I am um, currently websiteless. That's been a big, long ordeal for me. Um, but I'm on Instagram at, at Bear Apothecary, and it's B-A-R-E. And then if you want to connect with Amber, she's on Instagram as well at, at radiantyyc or on her website at radiantwellness.ca. And so we're going to be representing all three businesses at the festival this weekend. A wonderful triad. <laughs> <laughs> and then you wanted to uh, mention some of the uh, gifts that you're giving. Yeah, so we're donating. Um, it, it's basically just a package for the Village Collective. So we're offering uh, two for ones for any of our workshops. So that could be any of our workshops that we offer or any anyone who rents out space for workshops, so two for one, um, or a workshop rental. Uh, we also have a project that we're starting called, um, as I mentioned, the Encouragement Project. So there's um, a two for one in that as well. Um, custom design smudge spray is also included that uh, I'm designing um, and then we're offering uh, each um, a gift certificate for a quantum energy clearing and flower essence protocol from Bear Apothecary from me um, and then a Dine Chen or a holistic nutrition um, wellness assessment from Amber at Radiant Wellness. So it's a nice little offering from us. Yeah, and you have to be at the festival to get that. So mm -hmm. that is uh, very enticing. You, <laughs> every vendor at the festival at each table, uh, if they choose to do so, they'll be offering uh, a draw. And so you just put your name into the draw and there will be winners, many, many winners of all these fabulous prizes. So thank you for that generous offering, Laura. Yeah. And Amber. <laughs> Beautiful. So what I wanted to say to you listeners is if you are in Calgary and you are feeling something, something percolating around this festival, please join us. And to make it super easy, I would love to gift you a ticket, a complimentary ticket. You can activate it at the link in the um, show notes, or you can go to selfcareticket.com. And you simply go to that website. There's several activate your ticket buttons, click on that, enter your name and email, and uh, you'll be all registered. So there are all sorts of prizes throughout the day. There are contests. There are a dozen speakers. I'm doing a keynote on how to ditch the overwhelm and be calm in the chaos. It's going to be phenomenal. We also have a woman offering massage, Paula. I did an interview with her the other day. And um, we also have Modern Wellness from Canmore, and they're doing all sorts of amazing body work that you can get done at the festival. So there's just no way that you will not feel amazing by the end of the day. I invite you to join us. And if you are not local and you don't feel like getting on a plane to come to the festival, that's okay too. That's why I'm doing these interviews so that you can connect with all these fantastic people. So if you haven't heard the other insider interviews, they are, there's, Hmm. about 15 or I don't know, 15, 20 of them. You can go back and listen to them because they're incredible gifts 
and beautiful offers and all sorts of learnings for you to enhance your self-care. Laura, thank you for being here and sharing your energy and your gifts and your vulnerability. It's been really nourishing. Yeah, thank you for having us. It's, uh, it's been a cool experience and we're so excited for Saturday. Me too. Thank you. And thank you for listening wherever you are in the world. It is uh, a deep honor to connect with you around the topic topics of courage and self-care. And I encourage you to use Laura as a model and go into your life today and tell someone something that you would rather keep hidden because that is, it takes incredible courage and you liberate not only yourself, but everyone around you who gets to hear and be in the presence of authenticity and vulnerability. So that's your self-care assignment for today. It's a tough one and I know you can do it. Thank you for listening. I look forward to connecting with you again next time. Bye-bye for now.